I'm, I've been talking about it on the Facebook page for like two months. I have the most for that. I don't really have a lot for The only thing I have for dreams is I wrote down dreams of my own. And if you want to analyze them, feel free. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can fly around on dreams. Mm. Yeah. I'm starting this new um, endeavor too. I'm learning, I'm learning all about FTE, FTE tapping. Have you ever heard of this? No. Oh, it's really. Is it like when the preacher's like that and you fall back and you pass out? <laughs> it's really interesting. It's called um, emotional freedom technique. And it works on the same pressure points that acupuncture uses, but you couple mantras with the tapping, and it basically like rewires your brain. It's really like, cool. Yeah, like if you had a temp, if you had like a like a pressure point there, like let's say you wanted to like increase your self confidence, and it gives you like the mapping for where those pressure points are in your body that release the different things for your brain, and you basically like tap and then you couple it with a mantra like, you know, I'm capable, I am capable, I am capable. So kind of like brainwashing ish a little well, bit. Well, it rewires the the way your brain thinks. But it's really interesting. It's You're like, studying? It's like acupressure. It's like acupoint. Is that like when they say if you, if you go like here or something, you can stop headaches or something like that? Yeah, there's like a whole thing in there for headaches. But I don't know. If, I don't think I like you seriously right now. You need to lighten up here. What? You're all like... I don't know. I just, I don't know. Hmm. Should we bring that up in the episode? Well, we already Alice started. is having a great day. I'm fine. If we want to start right now, we started. Are we started? Yeah, we kind of well, how much of the, me calling Allison out being broody is on there? Two minutes. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever really broody. Not broody. You're just quiet tonight. You told me I was darker. I don't darker. know what that means. I just, you're usually a little, your presence is a little lighter. Like, Well, it's, there's a storm on the horizon. I know, I like it. Well, we're having tea and donuts here, so... I'm always affected by that stuff. Don't be affected by it. There's lightning in both directions this evening. Storms? I'm always affected by stuff like that. Yeah, and who knows when this episode's going to go out, because it depends on how long it'll take me to... Probably winter. Yeah. <laughs> lightning storm in the winter. Well, at least we're going to get a real Parabellum studio. Mm-hmm. Do you know I work with a guy that's been Super hit by exciting. lightning twice? That's very interesting. No. Or is that sarcasm? No, I'm serious. That's very interesting. I thought it was, too, and I was going to ask. I haven't had a chance to talk to him, like, one-on-one about it, because he didn't bring it up, but um, the, the guy who was telling me about it was, he went fishing twice in an aluminum boat in a rainstorm, wow. and twice he got zapped. That's what happens. Oh, I would hope so. It's an antenna. It's like me out in the rain and the thunderstorms. Plates in the head. Mm-hmm. From the aliens. <laughs> But is uh, that real metal that the aliens use? No, nah, it's some like, type of hybrid metal. Mm-hmm. So today's episode is totally going to be about dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do a better transition, but... Oh, we have better... No. It's too late. <laughs> a a if, you that, if you couldn't get that from all of that, <laughs> we're going to talk I about I thought we were dreams. leading right into dreams. <laughs> Alien yeah. plates we, in the head. Eventually, we may have gotten there. But that was just like a whiplash way to get in on the subject. And we're not messing around tonight. We're trying to stay on track. Yeah. People got issues. We're trying to stay on the dream track. The dream track. Is there a dream track? I don't know. There's um, reoccurring dreams. There's 12 themes that reoccur for most most people. Oh, oh by the way, this is Parababble. I'm Rob. That's Jeff. That's Allison. Yes. 
Wow. Our fun fodder. Really seriously. Yeah. We are on a mission. Hey, here we are. Now we're going. Yeah, okay. we're going. All right. Four Buckle up, in. people. Mm-hmm. All right. Buckle up, because here, here it is. Here's the episode. Here it is. All right. Pause for editing. <laughs> <laughs> why, are we, why are we talking about dreams? Because we said we were. That's going right. Going to a long time ago. That's right. We reached out to a couple people on Facebook. And me. And um, we got a big response to it. It was a really good showing of emails. and Yeah, as usual. Way to go, Para fans. Para. Thanks. Thanks for the, the support. So do you think we could actually have Para dreams where spirits get into your head? Yeah, I'm sure you probably could, but I don't know if I believe all that. What? Yeah, I mean, come on. Really? That's, that's like saying you don't believe that spirits can attach to you. Yeah, well, I don't. I've never had a spirit attached to me. Yeah, we've had this discussion before. Yeah. Did. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was just going to go with stuff, but I guess not. All right, so we're going to do this this whole dream episode. Dream. We should have dream music. <laughs> like like the unicorn chimes. songs, yeah. wind chimes and shit. But we're not going to. And there's the first curse. You swore? I just what keep swore? thinking about the um, Fleetwood Mac song, Dreams. It just makes me keep thinking of that. I, so I keep like, thinking of Millie Vanilli, I Got Dreams to Remember. So I just have like, that soundtrack <laughs> going on in my head. So I'm going to try not to think about it while I'm trying to talk because it's distracting. We've got dreams. All right. So this whole dream thing, I don't know how people feel about this. People believe in them. People don't believe in them. People think they might be foreshadowing or it just might be your subconscious running wild after you had a late night and ate a bunch of greasy food and went to bed. Yeah. Where where do we start with this as a a a, a bottom line? I don't know. Cuz I I know there's like all these dream analysis books out there. Absolutely. Like, Millions of them. Even the Egyptians had a dream analysis. Yeah, book. but it's like, you know, I wrote down my dreams for my research for this and they're just like so bizarre and out there. It's like there's no okay. way to analyze it. So. Well, let's start it this way. What do we think our dreams are? Why do you think we? Why do you think our bodies go through this? Sub, our subconscious goes through this phase of letting our minds run wild when we um, nod off or fall asleep. There's lots of different theories behind why people dream. What's the easiest one we can explain to our people? Well, I think there's a couple. So people think that you dream because you're trying to resolve issues. So you use it as a way to... The storm's coming. It is. Um, And we're dreaming as we're doing this. This is actually an entire dream right now. So everyone listening to this doesn't realize that they're lucid dreaming. So you can problem solve. That's a way to, like, you know, work out whatever issues you have is that your subconscious is trying to deal with it. Right. You could also have it be in preparation of something. So sometimes if you have, like, a big project you're working on or something stressful going in your life... You know, you will dream more about it because it's trying to, like, prepare you for how to handle it. Okay, so basically when we go to sleep, we have no control over our subconscious? Well, no, not necessarily. It's opening? People also think that you dream because it is, like, a way to keep your brain active. So think about, like, a screensaver. So, like, you're using your computer all day, Mm -hmm. you're using your computer Mm -hmm. all day, and you stop using it. And then, like, you know, it goes to sleep, but then the screensaver pops on to keep the computer active. So people think that dreams are a lot the same. Like, it just keeps your brain functioning. It keeps your brain in tip-top shape. Do you that think- makes more scientific sense, I would say. Scientific sense. Yeah. But then it's like, how do you... 
explain the actual content of the dreams. So it's really hard to try to explain it, but what um, a lot of researchers say is that your dreams are made up of all the conscious things that you have already stored. So if you think about it, like your brain holds so much information and you only access this very small amount of that at any given time. 100%. So it's like a catalog at like a library, you know, like a card catalog. Like it's this big, huge thing with all this information and you really just have to go through it and pick out what you need because it can't, it can't show you everything at one time. So a lot of researchers think that that's, you know, the main reason for it is that you get these weird blips of things you know, memories, things you've seen on TV, things that have happened, any kind of, like, subconscious, you know, memory, basically, that can pop up at any time. What has intrigued me with the whole the whole dream analysis and what certain things mean, um, I know we've discussed this probably somewhere in our, our talks, um, I have a book that is, basically breaks down when you dream about this, this, that, or that, and it tells you what you know, a, a, a pretty sound idea of what's going on, like running water or clear water, stuff like stuff that you would almost like have a little common sense to. If you see murky running water, there's trouble. If you see clear running water, it's good or whatever, whatever the examples may be. My idea of that is what we've done as a society back in the day and going forward is We've taken everyone's dreams because obviously people realize when, hey, you know what? I went to bed last night. It could be whatever century. They woke up. They had these crazy visions, you know, whether you write them on the cave walls or what you see and all that. And then you start to put your interpretation of that. So say there's five people that were dreaming about water. Well, out of those five, three of them are having clear water. Two of them had murky water. Well, out of the two, what happened to them? Out of those three, to clear, oh, you had better results. So all of a sudden, you start putting these ideas and this whole um, background together. So when you wake up and you people want to search this out, now you have your examples of us attaching. It's almost like a follow-up to the dream. Well, what happened to that person with this? It might not happen the next day or a month later, but two years later... You know, that clear water meant what? Money? This person inherited this, or this person won the lottery, so now we have to write a book. And in this book, we put clear water, dark water, and then we go from there. And I don't necessarily think there's a truth to that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think there's a truth to the symbolisms either. And, and people will tell you, like, even when people are you know, mediums or psychics, like, and they get symbols of different things, like, the symbols always mean something personal. You don't always get the same symbol. So, if you're a medium and you're communicating with people from the other side and you get a red rose, that might be very different meaning to you than to the same medium, you know, that gets the same message. Like, it's okay. personal. So, I don't tend to think that the symbolism really means that much, but I think the reoccurring pattern has a little bit more to say about why you're having that dream. So, so there's there would be something in your life that is pressing that button, yep. and what's happening is, okay, you go to sleep that night, and you're like, oh my God, there it is again. Oh my God, this is like, you know, the last... I've had weeks where I've had the same dream about one thing, and I could never figure out... I'm like, okay, why do I keep re-dreaming about this? 
I've never stopped in my own life to go, hey, let me analyze what's been going on in the last few weeks or what's coming up in the next few weeks to keep pushing that button for that same exact dream to reoccur. Well, and that's what they tell you is the first step of learning how to... Yes, that's me hitting the table talking. (laughs) That's the first step of how you start to interpret what your dreams mean. But, like, just looking at the, the 12 most common themes, okay? Okay. So let's see how many of these you guys have actually ever had. So the number one common theme that people have in dreams is falling. Mm-hmm. You get that sense of falling. No. You've never had it? I have not had that dream probably since I was a little kid. See, I get it every once in a while. Rob, do you ever have it? I get it? it every once in a while. And it always seems to happen, like, shortly after I've gone to sleep. And, like, yep. I'll wake up and I'll, like, my body will jolt like, Ugh. Yep. So the researchers that I looked at for this um, information is, like, they basically took four different researchers. One was, like, very scientific-based. One was, like, a um, fraudulent, you know, mm-hmm. kind of person. One was just, like, a clinical psychiatrist. And then one was just, like, a more of, like, a holistic practitioner. And they tried to, like, come up with what the generalized meanings for are these dreams. So the falling dream, they surmised, means like a major life problem or issue, usually revolving work or relationships or something else that's happening in your life. So that's why it might not always happen frequently, but it could happen depending on how you're feeling. But then there's a whole other scientific end of this that says it has nothing to do with anything. It actually has to do with your muscles and your body starting to relax for the first time like all day long. And if you have like a stressful job or you're, you know... If you think about that, it's like the first time that you really start to kind of let go and relax. It's almost like it could produce that feeling. So that's the most common one is falling. Hmm. The second one is teeth falling out. I've never had this dream. I never have either. Jeff, you've had it? I had it within this last year. Really? I had it. um, Had a change of jobs. That's really interesting. And I never knew what that was about, but... Somewhere along the line, someone said to me something. I woke up and I said I had a, a dream with my teeth falling out. I couldn't keep them in and they were falling out left and right. I think I had a dream like twice, back-to-back nights. So they, they surmise that that means that something has happened to have a person lose their confidence in something. Um, but it could also mean like a broken relationship of some sort. I'll go with loss of confidence because of the because of the scenario and the changes that were going on. I definitely felt that there was a loss of confidence in something, and I had those dreams two nights in a row. And I remember it distinctly because I woke up, I was like scared shitless. I'm like, oh my god, my... and yeah, that, I could... that makes sense because I didn't know what that meant, and someone told me after the fact, and I'm like, what? Oh, that makes sense now. And then you just pulled it up right now. Yeah, uh, dreams about being naked. Like, showing up to work naked, being out in public naked. I've never had that dream either. No. no. But what they say is that it represents vulnerability and anxiety. Um, and sometimes people get it when they've accepted a promotion, gone to a new job, or doing something in like, the naked public. naked at your new job. Yeah, like doing something in, like, the public view for the first time. Yeah, because so, you're putting yourself out there. Yep. Super. What do you think, Rob? Well, I don't know. I never had it. Okay. Never had that dream. So Let's try that. I mean... So test taking, have you ever had a dream that you're taking a test? No. So that tends to mean that you have perfectionist qualities and that um, works. you have work stress or work pressure. Because they said that school, if you're taking a test in school, like it kind of harkens back to that feeling of like, am I prepared? Am I going to do okay? 
and that um, it's like related to like your work stress and your work life and your adult life. See, the times that I've ever had that, it was like I was back in school, and it was always like, oh shit, I'm, I don't remember any of this. Like, why am I here again? <laughs> so I don't know if that's the same thing or not. Never had that one. Um, dreams about dying. So I've never dreamt that I've died in a dream, but no. I guess that that is a theme. Um, and that reveals like a desire to terminate something in real life, like a relationship, a job, or even something in your past no. um, to like have a fresh start. Hmm. Meeting a celebrity. I've never had a dream that I've met a celebrity, but I guess no. that's pretty common. Not that I can remember. Stalker. <laughs> what? And they said that this may reveal like hidden talents. Like if you like have dreams about meeting singers, that maybe that's a hidden talent or that you could possibly sing. Yeah. Um, <coughs> or it means that the person has a real like desire for recognition. <coughs> no, that so be me. being chased. Yes. You ever had that dream? Yes. <coughs> they say that being chased is more common in women than it is in men. Oh. But um, the meaning behind it is that it's trying to get you to finally face a problem that's been hanging over your head. Let me tell you, from a child, I've had a dream at my mom's house, my old, the old house, um, four steps out of the basement. And in the center of the basement is all the heating units. So you could go around in circles and I used to play down there. And then run up the stairs and go up the stairs and stuff. And I always had dreams that I would be pulled into the basement just by something, I'd walk down there. I mean, distinct, <laughs> this is going to sound goopy. One night, Elvis was in the basement, hanging out, and that pulled me into the basement. So I went down to the basement, like, looking for Elvis, going around the heater, and it's dimly lit, of course, and I can't find him, so I start to go back up the stairs, and there's, like, a traction or a pulling that won't let me get up the second stair, and it keeps pulling me back. It keeps pulling me back, like I'm getting sucked into something, and I keep looking back, and you know how you see the heat come off the pavement that kind of like, you know, messes with your eyes? When I look back, that's what I could see in my basement and I couldn't get free. And I, I had that dream for years. And I would say probably about the last time was maybe, maybe 10, 15 years ago. I got the same exact dream as a kid. But then again, I was dreaming that as a kid too. So that dream always was pulling me back in and I could never figure out what it was and I always had a little bit of fear of that basement to this day going down them first four stairs I will stop to think for a second because you can't see around the corner there's a wall on the right and the left it just opens up once you get past the wall that triangle wall always does it to me to this day demon and a quick note on that a quick note on that when we lived above my mom um, she had an apartment upstairs there was one night that my wife we were laying in bed, and she heard, there's my mom, she had this giant bell that you'd use, like um, a jingle bell, but it was huge. She had it on a string, and this is before they got glass, glass block windows put in. She heard that thing hit the door and rattle, like something hit the door from the basement. Now, understand, my mom's house is like, it's dead bolted. You're not getting in unless it's through a window. So that thing rattled. She heard it. Day shot up. She goes, you heard that, right? And I thought I did. She goes, it was the bell on the door. Something hit that door. And we had no animals at the time. So I don't know if that ties into me being, you know, fearful of the basement or something's going on. But, you know, there had been people who had died there and stuff like that. But I don't know. 
Was it always Elvis that was attracting you into the basement? <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I was younger, um, my dad's sister and stuff, we lived in the South for a year before he passed away. Down South, Elvis was, you know, you don't mess with Elvis. That's the king. And they were big into Elvis. We lived at them, we lived with them for that part of that year. And um, so I always liked Elvis growing up. So one night I got pulled in the basement. I knew Elvis was down there. I went down there and using his beige suit and, and then it just kind of disappeared really quick and then I'm like uh oh I'm back in this dream where I can't get free <laughs> so no it wasn't always Elvis other times I would just walk down there to walk down there and I would get traps always on the second step of the floor could not get past it hmm. so um, another common dream is that your partner is cheating I've never had that dream no but a lot of times they say that that is, um, like, you're conscious of the fact that maybe, like, someone in your life is spending time doing things without you. And it's, like, a feeling of mistrust or loneliness or something like that. Um, being late. Have you ever had a dream that you're late? Oh, yeah. All the yeah? time. Yeah? Really? And I get super frustrated. Oh. Uh, I had it on, like, the other night. You want to know what it means? What? It means that you're overwhelmed and you're doing too much. Hmm. And that you shouldn't make promises that you really can't keep. Hmm. Do you feel stretched to your limits? Yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it means. You should take a J, drink some wine, and those <laughs> pixie sticks. Pixie sticks and no, wine. It says you're overwhelmed and you're doing too much. Um, dreams of flying. Do you ever have a dream that you're flying? No. Um, I might have. That one's a tough one to remember. That's about letting go of issues or concerns. Um, and it's like allowing things to naturally fall into place. And then the last one that they had in here was, like, driving out of control. Like, have like, you ever had a dream that you're driving and you're driving, like, out of control, like, you know, sporadically, whatever? That was a reoccurring dream for me for a long time. So that supposedly means that you have a current bad habit that could potentially become a long-term problem. Hmm. So it's like a warning. I had it when I was, like, really young, like, before I drove. And I haven't had it recently. Well, we think that's because that's probably your past life seeping in. Uh, So, do you know that you can control your dreams? Have you ever done that? you ever been in your dream and known that you were dreaming? A couple times. Uh, I would probably tend to say yes, but I didn't realize it. I do it all the time. Like, and it's so fun. Like, when I realize that it's just Mm -hmm. a dream and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go and do that. I want to see what that is. So, is that kind of like, is that kind of like allowing yourself when you do have an, um, out-of-body experience, you know that you're doing it, and then you can kind of move around and go yeah, to different places. Yeah, it's sort of like that. So, the terminology for it is it's like lucid dreaming is what they call lucid it. Lucid dreaming, okay. So, there are ways that you can get better at doing it if you want to do it more often. Um, and they do say that it's actually really good for your brain because it makes your brain like uh, work you know, a little bit harder because you are conscious that you're dreaming, but you're dreaming at the same time. It's like a really weird paradigm but but for your brain. Aren't we in. supposed to try to like relax our brain at night? Is that is that its relaxation? Is that it's like, hey, yeah. I'm gonna take a walk through your head? Well, if you think about it, it's like that computer analogy that you know, if your computer goes to sleep, yeah. it's like even the screensaver is on so that something's still happening. It's not completely turned off because they say that it keeps your brain healthy and it keeps your brain you know, more in tune if you're active on some level. So do you think our brain is healthy and active in our daily work lives where we're going a mile, you know, millions of miles an hour? Well, that's just... what your brain is made for. I mean, yeah, it's but made for those it doesn't processes. get tired? 
I mean, I'm sure it does, but I mean, I think it can probably handle more than we think it can. So if you want to work on lucid dreaming. And what do I got to do? So you got to write down what you dream about. That's the first step. And you have to do it on a regular basis because as you start to write down everything that you dream about, you're going to start to see certain signs and certain patterns. Like you're looking for things that, you know, reoccur, whether it's people, places, things, that sort of thing. Um, and then the second part to that is to write down what you actually want to dream about so that you should read that before you go to bed to kind of put that already in your brain that, like, this is what I want to have a dream about tonight. You should go to bed thinking about what your targeted dream is. You should do reality checks and ask yourself, am I dreaming? Now, this I thought was weird, but the whole reason for it is that you should do it when you're conscious so that it starts to train your brain to ask that question when you're in your subconscious. See, that's what's happened to me, like, any time I realize that I was dreaming. It doesn't happen a whole lot, but, like, I'll, something crazy will happen. I'll be like, this is just a dream. And then usually I wake up shortly after that, but... Do you ever wake up from a dream and then go back to sleep and try to start the dream again? And I have yeah. a couple times. You fall back into like it? Like, I wasn't oh, yeah. intentionally trying to. Right, you think you, you're you like, oh my god, I was dreaming, and then you kind of doze right back off, and then next thing you know, you're in the dream again. It's like, okay, uh, why am I redreaming this? Yeah. Okay, we're going to do this again. Sometimes, like, I will wake up and I'll try to purposely fall back asleep and, like, get back to where I was in the dream. I've tried that a couple times, like, oh my god, that dream was so... Yeah. And you try and to make it think, of, and you sit there and think about it. Mm-hmm. And then you can you, maybe you can trick your brain back into it. See, I don't necessarily take that angle about thinking about what I want to dream about when I go to bed. Um, you said like if you read or you're trying to put your mind in that train of thought. I should have been abducted years ago for all the alien books that I read. That's it. That shit ain't happening unless it, you know whatever. But what I have done because one of those things they say if you really want to remember your dreams or anything, write your dreams down every night and then start looking back at it. Well, I did that for a while, and I've created a short story, um, because anyone out there listens, I, I like to write a lot, and I do, I have different stories, poetry, and stuff like that, but at one point, I was taking all my dreams, and I attached them into storylines, and I wanted to see, consciously, when I was writing, if I could connect the storylines, and I have one hell of a mini story that I put together out of my dreams that just, it, there's no way it makes sense to anything. But with a few twists and turns, I made it look like something in a short story. And I was like, that is so badass. So I got away from it a little bit. I should get back into it because I am one of those people that pretty much can remember all my dreams. I don't go, I haven't had dreams in years. When they normally say you do dream, you're just not open to it. Well, they say that a lot of people that have um, mental health issues or any kind of like trauma tend to not dream. And um, there's a whole study that um, was done on, like, uh, veterans with PTSD and how you think that they would have, like, some really serious, heavy, hardcore dreams because of what they've been through. But the study revealed that they really don't dream at all. Yeah, so it's very strange. It's like the, um, like, your brain's protective mechanisms so Maybe it's saying we're through, not going to take you back there. Yeah, like if you've been through so it's like really burying your, it's burying your subconscious, mm-hmm. kind of like what people do with their feelings or everyday life things. They bury it, they put it in a box, yep. and they're very boxed about it. And if they don't open that box, they're okay. But that box is in there. Do it's you dream, in, Jeff? Do you dream in color? Yes. Rob, do you dream in color? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. See, I do too, and everyone says that that's like, no, you should, most people dream in black and white. I've always dreamt Never in color. Never have I remember, I do not remember any black and white dreams. Me neither. No. Everything Are we the like, only three people in the world? Always Maybe. Parababel dreams in color. What a snow at Parababel. Everywhere. Like that. So mm-hmm. then the last part of um, trying to induce lucid dreaming is really strange, and I would not suggest doing it. Drink beers? No. <laughs> they talk about um, redistributing your sleep. So a way to do it is like they gave the example of like setting your alarm four hours before you're supposed to get up. So you get up when the alarm goes off and for two hours you're like up and conscious and moving around, but you're thinking about that targeted dream again. You're thinking about like what it is that you're trying to you know, dream about. And then after those two hours, you go back to sleep for two more hours. So it almost like... Oh my god, I don't get enough. I know. Where did this come from? This Most is, people do not get enough sleep as it is. Who the hell is going to wake themselves up for two hours and reset their brain structure to go back into something different? I guess it depends on how that. bad you really want to you know, get into this. I mean, if it was dreaming. a study and I was getting paid for a couple of months to do that bullshit, I'm on it. Sorry, that's only the third time I've sworn a night and involved in with shit. Sorry. But I do or, think that there's something to be said about like <laughs> the analytical side of, you know, Examining what your dreams are. I mean, there's got to be something to your sub, you know, your subconscious that is kind of bringing that to the forefront and making you think about those things. Okay. So I want to know what Rob's dreams are about. Well, hang on there. So does that tie into deja vu? And I know me and you have had this discussion about no, deja vu. No, you already explained deja vu. But listen to me. Listen to me. If you deja vu a- is a glitch in the matrix. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So this damn matrix, Keanu Reeves. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Where's the phone? Um. You can dream about something and actually, in reality, have it happen somewhere down the road, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there's potential something for, like, within prophetic dreams and... With some normal tones to it. Nothing like, yeah. you know, hey, oh my God, I was jumping off the side of a cliff with no parachute, obviously. I'm talking like, oh, I've walked through this before. I remember having a dream about this. Right. Well, you could, you could take I... this and make this, like, as crazy as you want it to be because... You can look at everything from, I'm just dreaming because I'm stressed out and that's where this is coming from, to I'm, you know, having, like, mediumship kind of things happening in my dreams, to I'm having, you know, prophecy from things that are going to happen. I mean, there's there's so many places that you can take it and so many things you can look at, and it's hard to, like, discuss all that and... So know, there's different levels to box. this. Absolutely. So this dream level could be bare-bone start of something mm-hmm. and then you can build off of that dream you like you're saying you can train your mind or you can reset it or you can fall back into it to keep it going and target what you want and build from there and like you said you go to mediumship you can go here you can go there and right. just and there are some good techniques to work on like i mean you've all heard you guys have heard the saying like you should sleep on it well that comes from the fact of like giving yourself the chance to like think it over and work it out while you're sleeping I mean that's what that is and how many times have you ever gone to bed like thinking about a problem that you have or you know something big that's going to happen that's coming up and you will have some kind of dream about it that will help you kind of work it out and maybe whether you know it or not problem solve on some level right either you wake up feeling better you have more clarity about it or you actually remember some of it that's helped you but so we in, do it all the time. Wouldn't you kind of be shutting your brain down then if you say sleep on it? In a, in, like if someone has something going on that they're like really stressed about and they say, you know what, I just, I, I can't think about it anymore tonight. I just need to go to bed and deal with it tomorrow. 
And maybe that's the brain shutting itself down a little bit, saying, okay. It's because you're mentally exhausted from it. You're mentally exhausted. Not saying that your brain is actually shutting down, according to what we're talking about, but we could definitely, you know, go in different routes with this idea. I don't know. Dreams are, I think they're really cool and fascinating. And I, um, like I said, trying to write them down. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. I, I thought that's what we were doing. So I want I want to know about this. Well, so, I can't share with mine are because they would be really bizarre and strange and weird. Mine are very different. bizarre and strange. I had a really weird, weird dream that was kind of scary, like last week. And were we in it? No. Oh, good. No, nope. we're safe. These are bizarre. <laughs> All right. So start with the first one. What do okay. you got? So the first one I wrote down here was that I was at a theme park wave pool, which is strange in itself because I would never do that because they're full of children's piss but I was in it and I was fighting vampires that's it were you winning or losing I was winning (laughs) were you Hmm. using weapons um yeah I think I had like swords and stuff I don't know I mean I would think you'd need like a stake was there anybody else in the wave pool or just you a lot of vampires vampires. all the vampires were in the wave pool yeah and you were there to fight them I was fighting them so were you just trying to get your own comic strip going, or were you trying to like become a, a was hero? Was this before or after you went to Comic-Con? Exactly. It's before. So you were probably dreaming about the Comic-Con. Either that, or you're dreaming that um, you're fighting vampires because you've got something going on in your life that you feel is like an uphill battle, that you're trying to get to it, and yeah, it's but really I, difficult. I was kicking the shit out of them, though. I was, like, very confident in my abilities maybe, to kill these vampires. So, you know winning. you can handle it. It's just mm-hmm. you know that this is going to be, like, something you're going to have to deal with. Or you're just tired of the zombie craze. Did you we're get to the... It. Did you, like, were there more as you were killing them, or were you, like, making a headway through? I don't know. I don't really remember that specific detail. There was a lot of them, though. What did they look like? Were they, like, shiny vampires? No. Or were they, no. like, Lost Boys vampires? Were they, they were, like, Lost Boys vampires. Like, real oh. ones. Like real ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Count Dracula in the old movies. Like the but... ones on Supernatural? <laughs> no. Like, Lost Boys? Yeah, like... So a younger, kind of mo- more modern Like, you of... know, fangs, scary looking, not shiny and glittery. You know they've been running the Lost Boys for the last few months on uh, Epics or Stars. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Next. All right, so I was at a family gathering, and uh, there was a big white dog there who was walking around like a person, like on two legs, and it kept hugging me. I was saying you wanted a dog. No, that's somebody in your family. (laughs) The dog? Yep. Yeah. Huh? That was a pretty quick answer. He was dreaming about it. He was at a family gathering, Uh and there's this white dog that's walking around on two legs. Peace. So like a human. So you're telling me And they're white, and they kept hugging around. So to me, that says that's, that's a visitation dream. Of was it a was it a big dog a small dog? It was a big dog. Ooh, so that means big relationship. What color were the dog's eyes? I don't remember. I don't know. Were there any other characteristics about the dog that you can remember? Like what kind of dog it was? Long tail. Long tail. I don't know. It was like a big fluffy white dog. Did it have like pointy ears, droopy ears? Yeah, like pointy ears, big snout. And it was affectionate. Yeah, it kept tugging. Did he have a trench coat yeah. and smoking a cigarette? 
No. Were you hugging it back like, I love you? You're oh, yeah, so it was sweet. a dog. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it could have been someone in his I think family? So. Yeah, and maybe that it, was, Rob was less to... weirded out that it was a dog instead of like the actual person. <laughs> That's an opposite stretch, but it'll work. Well, sometimes that happens. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's not unusual to have visitation dreams when it's not the actual person. Hmm. Something oh. that's, sim- that's symbolic of that so that it doesn't freak you out and you don't go, holy crap, you're dead. What are you doing here? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well, see, I would understand that dream better than me hugging a fluffy dog. If someone dead might was showing up in my dream well, wanting to give you. me a hug. Yeah. Right. That's not but, Rob. I didn't even I know, think of that until she said it, though. Huh? I didn't even think about that until she said it, though. See? <laughs> <laughs> now it's a whole nother now it's a whole nother dream. So whatever came of it, did you guys go out and Was there anyone in your family at the family gathering that was missing that you felt like should have been there? No, I don't really specifically remember who was there. Or were you at odds with somebody and that white that dog represented someone you were at odds with in your no. family that you might not No. This is somebody no. that's passed. Hmm. Who do you miss? The big fluffy white dog. Who do you miss in your family the most that's passed on? I don't know. Or who would miss you would be a would better question. Would miss you? I don't know. I mean, well, Grandparents, did you have a favorite? Did, were, was there favorites to you? There's like a, my, my grandson. This is my boy. There's a grandfather and a grandmother that passed that, you know, that's the two biggest. Did either of them ever hug you a lot? Definitely no for the grandfather. No, I don't really remember. Do you think when we die, dreams will be answered? Do you think that's a possibility? I don't know. I think anything's a possibility when you die. Well, I don't want to get on the religion track, but... Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, it's real quick. When... Please, this conversation was going along so splendidly. <laughs> I know, wasn't it? <laughs> the When we die, um, we become all-knowing like... God, the Father, whatever. That's how Catholic religion and how I was raised. So my question growing up was, wow, I'll have all the answers answered when I die. And I'll get to see why that happened and what this is up. I want to know what Jimi Hendrix was doing over here at this time because they'd never, stuff like that will be answered. So with that type of consciousness, if that is true, you know, do our dreams get, like, why was I dreaming about that white fluffy dog? And you're on the other side of the fence and say it's happening that way. You know, maybe that fluffy dog will actually be the person or it might, you know, all your dreams, like my fear of that basement and trying to get out of there, why I could never get out of there, it felt like I was getting sucked in. Was there something truly going on that we just don't know about in another dimension or, I don't know. So things to think about if you ever have a dream like that again is any characteristics of the animal. Like animals are very common for people to come in the form of animals because they're less threatening. So any kind of trait that you pick up on, try to remember that. And then see if the time that you have the dream corresponds to any important dates. Like is it you know close to the passing of somebody? Is it the birthday of somebody? Is it any of those kinds of things? Because sometimes those have correlation where to were you. you. Where were you when I was having all these dreams with my dad? I never thought to even think if the days correlated with anything or the number days. Huh? That sucks. Well, I know that that's a new piece of information yeah. that could be used in the in the dream warriors. But that that'd be cool to know, you know, not just anniversaries, the, birthdays, any any date that had like specific date. Right. Just not the symbolism that goes along with, mm-hmm. you know, the dreams, fire, water, earth, rain, whatever. Hmm. 
Hmm. Oh, I wish I would have. Uh, anyway. Okay. I have like four more. So. This is your whole life's worth? This is like the last month. So anytime oh, I. Oh, this is I just remember, the last month. So ever since we said we were going to do this episode. This is any time like this. that I remembered. Um, okay, so I was walking down uh, the street where my parents live. Mm-hmm. And there was a T-Rex and it was chasing me. And I was like trying to hide from it. And I was trying to remember, like, you know, Jurassic Park rules. The T-Rex won't see you if you stand still. But it saw me. Did it so, eat you? according to no. this, you're trying to face a problem that's been hanging over your head. The T-Rex. And you said in your mom's neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we might have just got your answer today. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Old neighborhood. Something's chasing you down. And you got an answer today. Now, if you never dream of that again, then you know you can Ooh. essentially put that together and say, oh, one thing down. Hmm. And, you know, it's and close to where... Of course it, it would have to be a T-Rex, because otherwise you wouldn't be scared, right? You'd be like... <laughs> so it's a fear factor. I was somewhat scared, but I, I was also at the same time like, wow, it's a T-Rex. It's really cool. Hey, come here, buddy. Let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's gone. Dream's yeah. over. <laughs> never to yeah. dream again. Because that's how I think when I see a T-Rex. Okay, so then I had one about the podcast. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. So I had a dream that a rival podcast slash website popped up, and they dedicated their their show about blasting and critiquing us. <gasps> and there was, like, I remember specifically seeing one comment on their website, like, reviewing our episodes and, like, this episode sucks. Rob's just talking about the Mothman again. When are they going to do something original? So, were you worried that that's what <laughs> the perception would be when you posted the last episode? <laughs> Probably. There you go. That one's easily explained. <laughs> Done with it. <laughs> Check mark. Like, oh my god, are people going to be so annoyed that I just keep posting about the Mothman every mm-hmm. two seconds? Yep. Oh, Mothman. <laughs> yep. Parabebel, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not like you're going to tell us anything new. What was the name of the rival uh, Yeah, that's podcast. the curious I don't one. Think it, I don't really oh, think it See, happened. that would have been good to know. There's a few in town. Yeah. Who would put us down? We're that big. People we... try to put us down. Talking about Parabebel. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we like when you talk about the Mothman. You're passionate about it. I am very all. passionate about the Mothman. Oh, and by the way, the guy who said that it was a parasailing person? Yeah. No, it was the Mothman. <laughs> okay, so, science. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that problem solved. Yeah. Um, most recent dream I had, and I have one other after this, and I'm saving because it's crazy. Um, I was going to work, and I was early, um, so I was driving there, and I was drinking a beer on my way to work. <laughs> and it wasn't like it wasn't like a bottle of beer; it was like one of those tall cans, those tall ones. Tall boys. Yeah. And so... This sounds like a good dream. I was just drinking. You were Ubering <laughs> someone home <laughs> with a tall boy. I was partying driving. with the college kids. I was driving myself to work at 6.30 in the morning drinking a tall boy. Who hasn't done and, that? And was it like your real way that you go to work? <laughs> yes. Just, oh, wait, the path or the way you drive when you drink to go to work? Well, because you ever have that where it's like you feel like, oh, I'm on my way to work, but you know it's like your way to work, but it's not your normal way to work. It's not where you really work. It was, but then it branched off because as I was driving to work, I realized, oh, crap, I I need some breakfast. So you got I, a stopped, shot. <laughs> I stopped at a 7-Eleven, which is not in my path to work. <laughs> and I got out and it, 
with my beer, still drinking the beer. <laughs> you cowboy you. Went into yeah. the 7-Eleven, bought a pack of Pop-Tarts. <laughs> you like Pop-Tarts, right? Yeah, why not? Okay. Who doesn't? Uh, and then I drove to work, and then I got to work. Pop-Tarts and beer. And I had a coat on, and I had the beer in my pocket still. <laughs> Just in case work broke like, out. I was like, I should probably finish this, my beer before I eat my Pop-Tarts. They probably won't go well together. And that oh, was that. Yeah. All right, so you ready for what this means? <laughs> Allison, please. Whip this one yeah. up. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you wanted a beer and Pop-Tarts and... Yeah, this is just a dream for the sake of a dream. Uh, oh, I know people that do this for real. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I finally got one then. So, <laughs> those other ones were too deep. Yeah, I think that was just your... Sometimes you just need beer and Pop-Tarts. Yep, drink. you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so... I mean, I have one other one. It's okay. really out. Go it's ahead. like really insane. So, this one was by far the most creepy. Now, mind you, this is in the last month, right? When we started talking about yeah. what we wanted to do this episode. Well, this one happened like a month before that, because I remembered it. But um, those other ones were, you went you went out of your way to yep. write everything down, mm-hmm. and Within you didn't... the last month, yep. Hmm. Okay. Fire away. Okay. So, this one happened like two months ago. Um, so, it was a weird dream where it was like... There was this black mass figure nice. stalking me. Nice. Yeah. And it was like, um, I was sleeping in bed, but I was at my parents' house in my bed when I used to live there. And it was like hovering over me, and it was like freaking me out, and I couldn't move or say anything. And then like I, I blinked a couple times, and it was it was probably like seven feet tall. And so I was trying to get away. I was trying to, like, scream for someone. And I, like, blinked a couple times. And then all of a sudden, like, the whole setting changed. And I was here in the Parabubble Studios where I live. In my bed that I'm in now. And it was still there, though, this big mass. And I'm still trying to, like, move or say something. Finally, I snap out of it and I'm awake. And the only thing, literally the only thing that changes is the black mass isn't there because I'm awake and my eyes are open and I'm looking in the same like spot that I was dreaming. Oh, that's weird. I'm, so really facing, I'm facing my closet doors and in my dream this big black mass is there and I can't move and I can't say anything and finally when I wake up my eyes open up. I don't realize they open up because I think they were already open and I'm seeing the exact same thing. It's like a seamless like transition from sleep to being awake. The only difference is the big black mass isn't there anymore. The big black figure. Are you afraid in this? Dream? Yeah. Yep. That mass makes you fearful. Yeah, I'm like trying to scream because it was like you know. And what? No sound would come out. Like you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, you couldn't move. What yep. movie hasn't this been in? Well, it's a real thing. The sleep paralysis. And this right. just recently mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, a couple months ago. Well, you've had a lot of different things on your plate lately. Mm-hmm. It's a fear of the unknown. Yeah, you have a lot of change coming up. You've had a lot of change. Let's put it that way. We're not, I mean, not getting into your personal life, but you've had a lot of different little changes of scenery and scenarios and trying to get your feet into one place and be, you know, on solid ground and and you have other things that have been moving, and hopefully that kind of got answered today. So would that kind of play into a little bit? Yeah. Or like just totally 
cross-examining his life right now. I think that that probably has to do with like you feeling really um, out of control. Like there's things happening that you don't have any control over, and that to me would link to like why you can't move, you can't talk because you're powerless. And there's this thing happening, and as much as you're trying to like gain some kind of control, you can't. It's like or, your subconscious working that out. Or, or you ate something really spicy before you went to bed. It was the Mothman. No, it was T Rex. <laughs> that dude's hunting you down, all types of forms. He comes because to you now that I think of it, he kind of looked like the Mothman. He you was too. To, he was trying to make contact. Maybe he knows I'm his number one fan. It could be. He's visiting me. But he would have had big Chicago. red eyes. I mean, let's put it this yeah. way. Every time we've gotten together lately, we've always talked about the Mothman. Not about, not, not a show. Even though we've done a show on it and we've actually kind of moved into part of a show with it. But every time we've gotten together for all these podcasts, even before on air or not, Mothman has come up all the time. I think maybe Rob is Mothman. It's like his alter ego. Oh, no. So there are actually people out there that are dream analysis. That's like what they do. They have people come and they like it's like a therapy session. You work through like your dreams and what they mean and how to interpret. But anybody can interpret it and research it at this point. And let's you know slap a diploma on it and (laughs) let's go. So you feel like. any of that makes sense? Getting some different perspectives about what your dreams mean? I mean, sure, or they could just be batshit crazy, I guess. I mean, but, they could, yeah. yeah. But chances are there's a reason why you're thinking most of those things. Except for the beer and the Pop-Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> no, that one's probably the easiest one to explain. I think that's just like... I just wanted beer and Pop-Tarts. <laughs> you were hungry. Yeah, that's just like... So do we believe silly. that spicy foods and different... I've noticed... I've done this on purpose... Because I've had some really cool dreams. I purposely went out of the way and ate late mushrooms. at night. Not mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I, because let's see, I've made sandwiches at night. Salami sandwiches. I've had ham sandwiches. And I've done this purposely to see if I would have weird dreams. Or dreams at all. And it did, those nights it did excite the whole dream thing. Going to bed. So does it keep your stomach what, restless or unrestless? I, I don't know what the whole, how someone came up with the analogy, like food really kind of alters what you're doing, or does it make it clear that you remember it because you don't get into a complete sleep? But I don't know. I just think I'm going to go with this. If you really want to know what your dreams are, or remember them, I should say, I think writing them down, and when you go to bed at night, you know, whatever path that you want to take with it or if you want to dream about something test it out see if it works I think I think that is the whole idea behind it I think the other part of it the subconscious stuff that's going to come out the way it wants to come out it might come out a little twisted or a little you might be a little more aware of it if you start consciously thinking about it before you go to bed what's going to happen or come out I don't know you said we can control it somewhat you know once you're in it somewhat I mean, I've had really strange dreams where I'm not me in my dreams. I'm somebody else. And sometimes, I, mean, I don't know, like I had the same reoccurring dream like three or four times a couple of years ago that I was a chef in a town. And first of all, I don't really cook that much, not to the point where I would ever consider myself to be a right. chef by any means. Um, but I was also not me. Like I passed mirrors in 
this place that I was in, and when I saw the person, it wasn't me. It was somebody else that I, I don't know. And I was, like, trying to save, trying to, like, have this restaurant in a town and trying to, like, get the restaurant to be successful because the town was, like, not doing well. And if this brought more people in, it was really weird. But that was just, I don't know, I had it a couple times and I never had it again. But I tend to have violent dreams sometimes that are really, like, not good. So, I don't know. I mean, I think that sometimes they have meaning to them, and I think that sometimes your mind is just working things out, whether you realize it or not. But the one thing that people always ask me, because they know what it is that we do, is whether or not spirits can come in dreams. Like, can you have visitations? How can you try to get it to happen if you're looking for it and there's a couple of things to kind of think about with that so because you guys know that like I've had dreams about people that I've never even met before and then met them or someone who knew them in real life or so you see them on a refrigerator it's really it's really really weird how sometimes things can happen so anyone can have a visitation dream that's what I believe and I think some people have them and don't even realize that they have them because people right. don't always look like the people that they once were but if you're really looking for it before you go to bed at night concentrate on that person or what about that person is familiar to you like think about them and as you're trying to fall asleep like try to as much as you can like open yourself up to you know allowing that message to come through that whole scenario to happen the more open you are to it the more likely it is to happen and people say that you tend to have signs through dreams because again it's not as scary as if you turned a corner and you know your deceased aunt was standing there yeah that might freak you out a little bit so if you're dreaming that you know you're sitting on a park bench and she comes up and sits next to you and has a conversation it's a little easier on the (laughs) yes on the mindset so a lot of times i think that you know people just deal with it how they can but people will get upset, too. Like, I don't understand. I've never had a dream about so-and-so, and they've been gone, and I really miss them. And, you know. My mom would have a dream, a reoccurring dream, about her mom after she passed. Um, real quick, we lived above. Me and my mom and sister lived above my grandmother. My grandmother passed. We moved downstairs. It became my mom's house, blah, 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 blah. Um, and for the longest time after, and it took a big gap, there was a quietness in this dream thing before it happened. My mom would go out front of the house, and there's a bus route that comes by, and on the bus would be my grandmother. And my mom's nickname is Janie. Come on, Janie, it's time to go. And my mom would say, no, it's not time to go. I don't want to go. Well, no, come on. No, I don't want to go. And then the bus would leave. And she'd keep having this dream over and over. I don't, I'll have to ask her about it when I talk to her tomorrow. Um, so, you know, she was already passed on. So yeah. was that her subconscious or was that a spirit visiting saying, hey, it's okay, you can, come, you can come along. And my mom's like, no, you know what, I'm not ready. You know, was it one of those things? I've had dreams about my grandfather when he's at different ages. Is that weird? Like I've had dreams different about him. Ages. Yeah, like when he was my age, like I had a... I had a dream that he was in my dream, but he was like my age. He wasn't how old he was when he passed. Mm-hmm. And then I've had other dreams where he was like exactly the age that he was when he passed. Did you ever see pictures of him at that age? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, not That's a ton, weird, though, but you, you know. know. Yeah. 
Because obviously you didn't know him then, so it's like... Well, I have, I have dreams about my dad. Well, I haven't in a while, but I it, it, it was the age that what he died at. So every one of my dreams is him at his oldest form, so to speak, whatever, 32. So when I see him, he's 32, and that's how I... I've never seen him older in my dreams. I've never seen him younger, and I have lots of different pictures of him, but it's always the one that, you know, in his last year before he passed. That's interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to do with, like, you know, the different layers of all of this. I think maybe we need to do, like, an annual dream episode where we all write down our dreams for, like, a you know, a couple weeks. Yeah. And people That'd can be send them cool. into us too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're at Paddle Dream. Paradream. Parababble. Parababble. On Facebook, Twitter. Um, Parababble Podcast at Parababble.com. Parababble. Parababble. And if people want to continue to send us their crazy dreams, then we'll we'll talk about them. Sure. Try to figure them out. Right? The crazier, the better. Yeah. Try and top my beer and pop tarts one. <laughs> so this was a great episode on the devil. I love it. I thought we did really well with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna end the show the same way we started, right? Sure. Totally off topic. Yeah. That's I love how we the do theme it. music for the show today. By the way, Rob. What theme music? You mean the white noise that I've been making people probably go crazy? Wait. I don't. There is no music that's playing. <laughs> Are we in the Twilight Zone? It's all a dream. A dream is a dream. <laughs>